What's up, peace? Welcome back to the Lionel B Show, man. Today we have a very special, important guest, man. I know a lot of y'all have heard several of her songs, super famous, super popular. And today she's got a brand new single to just drop today, y'all. So without further ado, I'd like to invite my special guest into the building, man, Miss Shante Moore. Miss Shante, how are you doing, Queen? I am doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? That is what's up. I'm doing well. Like I'm, I'm blessed awesome. to be in the land of the living. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all true. In these days and times, in in these days and times with COVID, you know, it's, it's super crazy. Uh, thank God I haven't gotten it. So you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm I had it March you know, of last year. Oh, what was that? March like? of 2020. It was really bad. <laughs> it was before we even knew really what it was. It was right, right before the um, quarantine happened. And, mm -hmm. you know, but being a singer, I'm sensitive anyways to things that happen in, in the nasal and the chest cavity. So, um, yeah, it hit me pretty hard. And But I have a very um, smart and intuitive doctor, and he attacked it like it was COVID, even though he didn't know what it was. But either way, yeah. there's no cure for it. It's just about mm -hmm. getting strengthened and having antibiotics and all that stuff. So I thank God I lived through it, but it was it was pretty tough. Um, but But I'm grateful that I went through it then and then. I didn't really have as much, maybe, maybe as much worry as others might have. Having already had it, I felt like, okay, I've been there, done that. Right. All right. Right. <laughs> it didn't keep me from being so you, safe, but I wasn't worried as much. So you knew what to expect. You knew what to feel. You knew all It was that. a lot. I, I just knew that it, it was tough, you know, and that um, I made sure my dad is 88. So made sure he protected himself and quarantined my kids and just, you know, well, they're not little kids. They're big giant people but <laughs> but we were careful because i didn't want them to experience what i had gotcha gotcha yeah. so let's let's talk about and i'm and i'm definitely blessed and uh and happy that you made it through a lot of people mm -hmm. weren't so fortunate um we'll get into that a little later on in this segment um but um tell us about your new single like you know let's get excited like you got a brand new single out um a couple questions is like what was your motivation i, I know you, you kind of uh went in the other direction in terms of like returning to your gospel roots on that one well, you know, it really is about just life. Um, that's what I sing about is life. I sing where I am. And in this moment, well, in that moment, I was writing about um, just how I had gone through love and life and pain and stress and worry and regret and all of that stuff. And I was um, I've known Eric Dawkins since I was about 18 years old, 19 years old. And uh, we've been friends a long time. And um, I didn't know that his cousin was Jovan Dawkins from Heritage Music, which is where this music is coming out from the record label. Mm. And so we all got together and we wrote this song and it really reflects where my heart is and how the journey is is about not feeling the regret, not taking what has happened to you and saying, it's too much, it's too far. God can't use me, God doesn't love me, or life is over. It's never over. And that's what I really wanted to, to sing about was that life isn't over. And that even though I thought, this is too much, I've gone too far, nobody cares, or Jesus don't care, or I don't know, I don't love myself at times. But really it's about just redeeming, God redeeming me and loving me just right. so much that he he just showed me that it's not over nothing's over right until you take right. your last breath it ain't over there you go and you definitely been uh blessed throughout your career uh being in music as well as in uh television as well so uh mm -hmm. with that next part i want to kind of talk about uh um r&b divas a little bit i know you you know you probably uh tired of hearing about r&b divas and i know you know you probably feel a particular way about being in uh, r&b divas but 
Uh, at one point, you said you kind of felt like you were kind of closed off and you kind of felt almost uh, manipulated a little bit. Can you kind of speak to that? Oh, well, that's what um, that's what reality TV is. They manipulate people and get them in situations where, you know, where you act out. And that's what people normally people. The audience wants to see is the action and the oh, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. She said that. Yes, she did. Oh, my God. Is she going to hit her? I don't know. Um, but that's really <laughs> not like how I live from day to day. I'm really the girl next door who's really home and you don't think she's home, but I'm home. If I'm not out working, I'm at home. And <laughs> so it was something I wasn't prepared for. I'm really not. Um, I don't really watch reality TV that much. So I really I don't think I was prepared for the kind of. Mm. Uh, flow that it was. Had I been more prepared, it might have been a little more fun than it was at the time. But now looking back, it's just, it wasn't nothing but a show, you know? And it was people <laughs> being themselves. And I and I think that people were like, well, I didn't like her because of that. And I didn't like you because of that. Or I didn't like that and that person. I'm like, you know what? Everybody deserves grace, undeserved favor. Right. Everybody deserves to be in, to be able to just let go of whatever has happened in the past. <laughs> that resonates right this moment. But the point is that, in the middle of a situation, sometimes you 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 are you are at your best, and you say, "Okay, this is the best thing to do. That's the best thing to say, and this is the best way to act." And sometimes you're in places you're like, "You know what? I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> how I'm supposed to act. I don't know. I want to scratch your eyes out, or I want to cuss you out, or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know." Mm -hmm. But I think in those situations that we were in. We all did the best we could. Some people were trying to be famous and some people were trying to look tough or some people were trying to not be seen at all. I was going through a lot. My, my brother passed away in that same time period. And it was oh, the anniversary of his death. And he, my mother died on my brother's birthday. So then my brother having passed, it was just a lot going on Whoa. that last season. So not uh -huh. to say excuses, uh, but there were reasons why each of us had some things going on from Little Mo to mm. Chrisette Michelle to Kelly Price when she was on it. There was just... It was a lot. And you put six ovaries together, it's going to be some issues together, no matter yes. what. You're going to have some problems. Okay. So um, so we all did the best we could. And everybody's good. I mean, I literally was just texting with Kelly Price just two minutes ago. Literally, two minutes ago. Oh, uh, she so. recovered from, from COVID and she's doing fine. And I'm really, really glad to hear that. I, you know, Some of the girls, I see them on, on the internet and I see what they're doing and they're moving and growing. And I, I, that's the best part is that we have gone on. That's the best part. Nobody's holding any grudges. That's, Don't nobody care. That, that's awesome. So, so no animosity whatsoever. Animosity so basically doesn't serve say, anybody. Who's, who's, yeah. who mad? If they mad, they wasting their own time. I'm not mad at nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So it wasn't. So it wasn't like too much creative editing. It was more like real responses, and they just figured out how to um, kind of persuade. No, there was some creative editing. There was some looks. There were some looks that happened that didn't happen yeah. in those moments. There were some things that were said that wasn't said there. And yeah, they did. Yeah. It's done now. I mean, it was so long ago, I can't even remember half of it. But um, but yeah, it was what gotcha. it was. You know, it wasn't a, a, an Oscar worthy uh, performance or an Emmy nominated show. So it just was a show. <laughs> it happened. Let's kind of move directions a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about Mr. Uh, Kelly. I know you, you spoke out about him uh, a few years ago, about three years ago. Um, and R. you, you kind of made mention. I yeah, ain't got Kelly. nothing to say about R. Kelly. Next subject. Next one. Nothing. No, no, Kelly. All right. Next question. Let's kind of go into Shantae's got a man. Who is the perfect 10 man for Shantae Moore? Who is the perfect what man? Perfect 10 man. for Perfect Shantae. 10 man. Um, yeah. A man who is emotionally connected to himself. Um, a man who is willing to give as much as he is willing to get. Um, mm -hmm. 
a man who has a own his own life, his own thing happening. Um, a man who knows how to have fun. A man who can make me laugh. Um, a man who is adventurous and energetic. Um, yeah, well, I, mean, I, I know you mentioned that you're, you're a homebody. You're a homebody, so you don't want a guy that's gonna, gonna be a homebody like you. You want a guy that's gonna be like, come on. Well, baby, the thing go, is, go I'm only stuff. a homebody when I'm at home. Like that's the only time. Then I gotta go to work and I travel the entire world all the time. <laughs> so I gotta have somebody <laughs> who can keep up with me too. So I need somebody who knows right. how to relax at home. Yeah. And then knows how to run when it's time to run and go and be able to handle all sorts of situations because it's not just a corporate place. It's not just people who are in my face. It's not just stand over here and I'm okay and nobody's going to bother. It, it, you have to be able to handle the gamut of situations. And I need a man who can really handle himself, who knows who he is so that he can be next to me comfortably. Now, do you find it kind of hard dating maybe possibly like non-industry men to where they maybe don't really understand the lifestyle. Is it more difficult to date someone within the industry or uh, outside of it? I think there's pros and cons to both. I think there's pros and cons yeah. to both because um, sometimes them understanding is good and they get a grasp of what is necessary and they understand, you know, okay, we go on the red carpet, we wear this or we do this or that. And then sometimes it's good if they're like, I have no idea, you go babe with your girl or whatever and I'll see you when you get back. So it depends on the person and, yeah. and your relationship it's about where you have the best balance it's about balance with who you're with right, absolutely i definitely agree with that yeah now um also you you, you mentioned of course uh, you were married to uh kadeem hardison um and and you used to say uh there goes my baby do you still kind of have those feelings when you see him still or are y'all kind of like no 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 there was my baby he he is my friend <laughs> who i love very much when it was over it was over i'm not one to go back and revisit love old loves but he is the father of my daughter and i love him very much he's one of my favorite people on the planet for sure absolutely is that's absolutely. what's up so you're so that, so definitely your top 10 well now i'm gonna no, i'm not gonna say top 10 because that sounds crazy but one of your favorite exes for sure yeah absolutely okay that's what's up absolutely what's up. so now of course i gotta mention this you know of course kenny Lattimore, and the reason why mm -hmm. i'm saying that because i love y'all music he's a he's together. my son's father got... that's why you're saying that <laughs> it's okay no, I'm not I, mean, come on, I mean y'all did some dope stuff like i remember we hearing did. the remakes and i was like man amazing of course for yeah. you was amazing and i do have a a, a very personal connection uh to kenny Lattimore because mm -hmm. actually um it was my mom's birthday yesterday and she actually oh. passed away from COVID. Mm -hmm. and on the day she passed away from COVID, kenny Lattimore. Your ex, he actually sang to my mother uh, right hours before she passed away. Hours before oh she gosh. passed away. So oh, for one, I was like sweet. super excited. Yeah, I was super excited. He even encouraged her. He spoke out to her. He said, yo, you can beat it. Uh, this, this, and that. Um, hours later, she passed away. So I definitely have a, a connection to you and, and your family as well. So it's definitely an honor to, yeah, thank you. It's definitely an honor. And you know, with her, with that being her birthday yesterday, just coincidentally, oh, now we're interviewing together. Yeah. So that's super cool. But my question with him was, um, like when you guys were recording your albums and stuff like mm -hmm. that, uh, things that, that lovers do, yes. um, was there ever a time where it's like, damn, it's like all work. Like, you know, we're kind of, the romance isn't there. It's just work. Was there ever a time <laughs> no, we created my son during things that lovers do. You, you didn't see the warning on the uh, thing? <laughs> I said, beware. Oh, man. I got pregnant during this album, so no, there was no problem. <laughs> things lovers do was things that we did all the things that lovers did. Yes, we did. <laughs> that's what's up. So that's probably the reason why the music came uh, came across the way that it did. Oh sure. yeah, that's good stuff. 
So when you hear like maybe some of those songs or you hear like the originals, do you kind of feel some type of way like when you hear it or are you just like, oh yeah, that's something the song we did. I love, okay. No, I love the um the song um Born Again is my favorite. I like uh, You Don't Have mm -hmm. to Cry. We had some really great shows and we had some really great chemistry. Our voices went together really well. And I and I we, we did what we were supposed to do when we did it, you know? And that's what it's about is just being able to appreciate what has been and what is. And, you know, our son is beautiful and he's 18. He just left for college last week and I'm gonna go see him tomorrow. I can't wait. Congratulations, um, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. We're so excited. Yes. He's such a yes, great that's awesome. Um, he's awesome. He's a beautiful mix of both of us. And um, and that is just the best part of all of it, you know, is seeing this life yeah. that we were able to bring into the world. And um, so, yeah, no, everything is good. We're good. We're happy. <laughs> and, and, and how cool is that? You know, he's got some super dope, talented parents. Uh, does he have any singing expert, uh, aspirations at all? He does. He need to go and finish college first, but mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He'll be all right. He's going to he's going to get smarter. Smarter first. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Do you still <laughs> listen to some of the songs from the album? Things that love is you? Um, not usually. I'm usually in work mode for what I'm doing right now. Um, and I don't do the right. duets for my shows, but um so not usually, but when they come on if it's on shuffle if my iPod or thing is on shuffle, sometimes they pop up and I'm like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I remember that." Sometimes. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> me. Hey. Sometimes yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Now, um, another question, like, man, like you got an opportunity to meet like some of the biggest legends in R&B music from Michael Jackson to Prince to Stevie Wonder by your home. Like, what was that like? Yeah. I mean, you, you checked out some major uh, spots on the bucket list. If you have a bucket list, that's some major, major yeah. stuff. How did that feel? No doubt. Oh, it's the best. I, I, I would be very unhappy if I had not met Michael and Prince. Uh, the only person that's left that I'm really like that I haven't already met because there's many that I've met as well. But I, I still need to meet Barbara Streisand. Still need to meet her really? and get yes. an autograph. Um, I, but I've met everyone from Beyonce to Riri and just so many um, wonderful artists. And I, I love that this um, business affords me the 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 privilege of meeting my favorites and uh right. and and meeting people new that i like i never knew and then you see them live like oh they killed it i love that so right. this is um this is a beautiful privilege to be able to do this for a living and i'm i'm just excited about making music and still being here to make music and the fact that i still love it is is a blessing yeah. to me and so i'm just excited um about about music it isn't always about the business part of it and going, okay, I want to be this huge star as much as I love to create music. I love it. And that's what it's about is appreciating the gift that I've been given, the privilege that I've been given is to make music. That's dope. Now, now are you ever surprised, like, for instance, when you met Beyonce, you met Riri, that they that they knew of you and they followed your catalog was it kind of like shocking or were you like yeah yeah you supposed to know me type of thing. <laughs> no I'm never <laughs> I'm never uh, thinking anybody's supposed to know anything I'm usually in the yeah. moment with them uh, they haven't been to mm -hmm. my shows but I've been to theirs so it usually is in the moment of appreciating their talent and their quality and their um, their musical journey so it's been wonderful to be appreciated though definitely to be uh, mutually respected that is what it's about. That's awesome. So, are you gonna yeah. are you willing to clear samples if they want to do a remake of of Shante Moore's? Any good time uh, at hits? all? It's like you, you down for that? That's what's up. Any good time at all? 
<laughs> so an another qu another question too. Like I know Prince. You know, I heard Prince. You know, he put that that look on you. Did he ever kind of you know give you that Prince stare? Like you know when y'all was hanging out <laughs> and y'all party, did he give you that look? Like you know, well, we actually worked together. Um, when when he came in, I definitely was. I got to ride in the purple limo. He picked me up in the purple in the purple limo and took me to the purple house and the paisley park and i got a chance to see everything mm -hmm. and he played a song for me called repop go to zippa that he wrote with my song in it he said precious by shantae is rocking the box thank you very much that was before i even met him um oh, so <laughs> all of that stuff is just stuff that dreams are made of um and i forgot what the question was did he oh look give me that look yes he did but i was yeah, in he, love he with i look. was in love with kadeem at the time we um we were in love and i did not i was not available so when he gave me the look oh, i just was like <laughs> so it was still fun, but it wasn't like I right. wasn't under the hypnotic moment, you know, that it would have been had I not been, already been in love. <laughs> you had that kryptonite, you let it bounce back. You was like, no, nah, we ain't. Doing it bounced that. it off. It bounced. I mean, it the off. purple limo and the purple mansion. I mean, and you and gave the up song. all that for Kadeem. Kadeem I was in love. Guy, my, when my heart is gone, it's what? gone. It's not available. He, like he laid it on thick, too. Put the he song like, out, limo. Are you <laughs> Damn. You know what? <laughs> I, I I think I think that he appreciated who I was in, as an artist, and he appreciates women. He is a man who loves women, and he thinks he thinks someone is beautiful. He makes sure they know it, and I love that about yeah. who he is musically and as a person. So it was a blessing. Right. It was wonderful. So what was your reaction like when they, you know, when they both passed away? Like two people you've met, two people you respected. To people that probably encourage you in the industry like what was your initial reactions to both um, of them being gone now well i mean it was two different times of my life but it was painful um i think everybody felt that same kind of loss um knowing them personally of course it, it became a little bit more personal but but i believe okay. the loss that the whole world felt was unified you know we all felt like god someone amazing a jewel just left the earth and uh, right. and we all know that that happened with Michael and many others. There's been so many others that we've lost. So, you know, that's always a tragedy. Um, and it usually happens too soon, which is what is sad about both of those situations. It happened too soon for me. Um, when they're older and, you know, over 70 or so, you go, okay, all right. Like, I'm expecting that. Go on. But yeah. when they die a little younger than that, it's a, it's a little harder to let go. I think Michael Jackson, like, definitely his passing changed the world. A lot of people were... Yeah. We didn't even know how to handle it. You know, he had rappers yeah. trying to jump off of, you know, balconies and yeah, Prince too. Was, I mean, my mom the, was like broken. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower turned purple. I mean, there was it was beautiful. It was just beautiful the respect that the world gave to them after after their passing. So, I, I I believe that we should learn to love people and appreciate them even more because of losing people like that. We need to learn how to give people their flowers while they live. While they live, let's Absolutely. give them flowers. Let's give them accolades. Let's cherish them. Let's buy their records or let's support them live or whatever it is that, that, that is them. Buy their um, paintings. Whatever it is that is the artist or the person that is alive, learn to appreciate them now because tomorrow's not promised. It's not promised. Absolutely. So how would one give Shante more her flowers while she's here? How would someone do that? Um, if you know me, love me, spend quality time with me, tell me that you love me. Um, Call me sometime, answer when I call, uh, hug mm -hmm. me, hold my hand, uh, go out to eat with me, feed me, because I like, I like to eat, I like food. Uh, <laughs> you can, uh, if, you're, if you're a fan, buy the music, 
come see me live, you know, scream and yell and smile at me. If you see me walking through the airport, whatever it is, you know, it's the response it's the interaction that I think all of us long for. And that's what we didn't like about being quarantined is how once you're quarantined, we, we didn't get that physical interaction anymore. I think we all missed that. So I would say now if we all could just learn to just make sure we stay connected a little bit more. That's real. That's real. Now, another question I have for you, um, as far as the song Ghetto Love with Corrupt, how did that <laughs> collaboration come about and why can't we find it anywhere? What's going on? With that? It's not out. Corrupt <laughs> is a friend of mine and it's going to come out okay. at some point. Um, it just the project at the time did not come out. The entire project did not come out at the time. Um, but Corrupt and I are friends. He is the best. He makes me smile. I just think about him. I'm like, he's such a goofball, but he's so cool. I'm like, how you be so cool and so goofy? I love it. I love it. He's one of my favorite people. Um, but it'll come soon. It'll come soon. I, I don't know when. We were just talking, too. Matter of fact, uh, this past week, we're working on other music. So who knows what's going to happen? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I, we always I definitely want to hear... I definitely want to hear what a Corrupt and Ashanti Moore collaboration sounds like. I can imagine. Good stuff. It's good like, stuff, man. It, we have so yeah, much fun. I'm ready for yeah. it. You, I mean, Bert, I mean, Bert, Bert, man, and um, and uh, Tony Braxton they collaborated. It, you know, it, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah. So I'm yeah. ready for I'm ready for Shante and and uh, corrupt definitely. All right, wait for it. Wait now, for it. <laughs> now, next question. Um, mm -hmm. trying to turn gears a little bit. Now, you did mention um previously, uh, you had a uh, producer actually made a really cool song for you, and he actually ended up giving it to. I'm not gonna drop a their name, but another industry mogul, um, and it sounded identical. Uh, yeah, it was Puff Daddy okay, and J Lo. Okay, so, um, all right, so we so we named Jackson. and Rodney okay. Jerkins. Yeah, they know who they are. It's yeah. okay. It was a long time ago. <laughs> so I was gonna ask you about about that. Like, are, are you still? Do you still feel some type of way about it? Are you still no, not at all. Cool with Actually, Rodney or spoke to Rodney Jerkins not long ago either. Like a month and a half ago, we talked, and we're going to work together and see what we can do. Um, you know, it's life is about a journey. It's not about you know being stuck on anything that happened. It definitely did happen, and it was extremely hurtful at the time. But you know, mm -hmm. we've all moved to another place and grown up and learned lessons. And you know, music is a uh, is fluid. Life is fluid. You got to keep on pressing, keep moving forward. So. Yeah, it was a painful time, but it's done for now. It's done for. Yeah. So, how about a collaboration with Brandy? Because I know you, you and Brandy, I would love are, it. you good. You, you know, you, you like her style. We need to, we need to love, love her music. She, her voice is so beautiful. Like the richness in Yours her is voice too. is just. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, but I just love it. I do. I love her voice. It's just like it's it's like raspy and silky at the same time. I don't know how it does that. Right. That's Beautiful. awesome. That's awesome. So, um, so I, I can imagine, like you know, with the single that you put out, is more like you know Christian gospel. Now, is that the direction of the album, or is it going to be kind of like a combination? I write where I am. That's where I was at that second. I wrote a song gotcha. about my emotions at that moment, and that's what that's what that's what uh life is. That's what music should be is reflection of where you are. There are times we write songs right. about being really sad. I have a song called "I Cry to Myself" because at that time I was literally crying, and nobody else was listening. Nobody else seemed like they cared at all. Yeah. And and then there's this song where I'm talking about how God has really helped me understand that yesterday doesn't matter. My grace is sufficient. I got you. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, I got you. And right. don't worry about it. Who said too many mistakes? Who said things can never change? Who said? I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, then. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've really just come to understand that I need to just trust the Lord more. And that doesn't mean I won't yeah. be singing R&B because I will. I have songs on this mm-hmm. record that is going to come out. The album that will come out with this on it will have R&B songs that talk about love from, you know, man to woman. It will. Um, but it might have some more songs about me and Jesus. I don't know. It's a lot of things. I have a lot of songs recorded and um, and we're going to record some more and or, then put the record or, out. Or you might have a City Girls feature. You might have a City Girls type twerk type of nothing like none of that. But nope. she, she got serious quick, y'all. She's like, mm, nah. Won't be twerking. <laughs> but I'm saying like, well, I mean, you know, just. Not me. How about, so it's not for everybody. No, it's not for not, everybody. Not saying you personally twerking, but would you make a twerk song? Say if the Megan Thee Stallion hit you up and was like, hey. You know, let's get on this song. It's going to catapult your career, even if you're not necessarily. It would depend on what it's talking about, because I have to stand by what I'm saying. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I can't can't just say anything. Everybody can't say everything. It's like, yo, kids, you're like, you bet not. You bet not. They all committed (laughs) what you. Oh, because they did. You think you can do it? No, I know who I belong to and who I am. (laughs) And I know what I ain't singing and what I won't be singing and what I will be singing. So, yeah, no, everybody makes their own choices. And I think it's about that choice that makes your life what it is. makes you the individual. And I won't do anything just for a hit. I would already had hits, more hits than I've had. If it was all about just doing whatever, I'd had many hits by now. And you definitely maintain your integrity and all of that. So I Because that's what I got to live with. I got to live with me. Everywhere I go, there I am. <laughs> now, do you and I'm feel not like going to cut you off. I'm just going to let you know I'm at a low thingy. And if it cuts you off, it's not me. Okay. Just let you know my phone might be. All die. right. We'll, 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 we'll wrap it up. Last question. Um, where do you feel like uh, kind of R&B is going to go? Because I know, you know, back in the 90s and all that, that's, mm-hmm. that was a fun time for R&B. It was fun. People, we loved it. We made a bunch of kids. You know, a lot <laughs> of kids still were made, like kids, all of that. Listen. They're, oh, still yeah, they're, still they're still making kids. They're still making rhythm. <laughs> I, I, so I don't you, know where do it's going. Do you want to see it go back there? You um, don't know? No, nothing's going to go back anywhere. I think it's only moving forward. It's only changing. It only It's like having Kool-Aid mixed with apple juice and orange juice with a little cherry on it. You know what I mean? It's one thing, but it's still mm-hmm. Kool-Aid. If you got the Kool-Aid mixed with vodka with, <laughs> you know, some, some purple juice in it, it's still Kool-Aid. Mixed with it, it's going to be something different. And I think that's what the beauty of creativity is, is that you keep moving. You keep trying new combinations, You but you stay true to who you are, but you have other combinations that come in, but you got to stay true to who you are. And I think R&B is R&B. It's going to have a different flavor coming from her than it does from Jasmine Sullivan, than it does from Brandy, than it does from me. It's going to be different. But I think embracing the differences is what it's all about. There's room for everybody. Now, do you feel like some of the newer artists are kind of um, encourage our children to kind of veer off from the the so-called normal path in terms of like maybe little Nas X, you know, kind of displaying certain things on uh, on on a national television? Do you kind of feel like that's kind of well, sending us back, or is that just uh, how do you feel about that? No, you better raise your children and not let music raise right. your children. The TV should not be raising your children. The telephone should not be raising your children. The social media networks should not be raising your children. You are responsible for your children. That's artistry. If the artist takes all their clothes off, you let your child walk off naked? No. My child will wear clothes. (laughs) These are personal choices. So we have to parent our children. We have to be the village that protects our kids from whatever it is we 
want them protected from. If it's shooting somebody up, then you protect your child and not put guns in their hands. But you don't let the world raise your children. You are responsible for the little people and the people that you influence in your circle. You are responsible for that, not social media or anyone else. Take responsibility. Well said. Well said. Well, Michelle more. I definitely appreciate the interview. My Much pleasure. success to your single. I'm going to be Thank looking you. for your album. Of course, Thank I'm going to keep your music on repeat because I always did. I'm an 80s baby. You feel me? So, uh, I came out <laughs> in the 90s. Thank you pulling but, up on the... But, but, well, 80s, 80s baby, but you know, I was, I was 10. I was 10, 11, 12 when you know what I'm saying. Like, I was, Got it. I was playing it. <laughs> I was playing it. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it so much. No doubt, Queen. Thank you so much for being on the Lionel Beach Thank show. Thank you. Much success to you. And we love Thanks. you, Shante. You too.